0: as we're rolling along in Alright, we're up to the very top word on your testament I'll lift the words of the Now, quick recap because we're in the middle of a sugya. Yesterday we left off with an interesting discussion where we said that the Chachamim established a new Yamtif. On the day that the Chashmai Noim and the rest of Klal Yisrael... We're always, we're always down for another Yom Tif. Yeah, right. A new Yom Tif is always a get the Zach. Yeah? It's always a get the Zach. I had somebody come over to me and he says, uh, says What's this whole Zach? Everybody's doing upsharings. Everybody's doing... It. Who heard of such a thing tw- uh, 50 years ago? He's getting very bent out of shape about that. All the, all the uh, Kalta Litvaks are also doing upsharings. Uh, I said, Listen, what does it bother you if there's more happy life cycle events in people's lives? You know what I mean? Like, okay... Fine, you want a taina, there's no makov, there's no minog just leave leave, leave people alone. No, fine. So the the Gemara had told us that their taka was legitimate yomtif that that the Chacham established. What was the yomtif? When the Hashminom and Klai Yisrael stopped writing Hashem's name on their legal documents. Ah, it was a murdek yomtif in Klai Yisrael. And the Gemara asked, "I, why would you go do that? We thought that Megillah's taina's Right, this this, uh, this uh, megillah of Tynus, which, by the way, as we learned, is really a megillah about when you don't Tiness. Right, it's all the happy days when you are not supposed to fast. I we said it was bottles, so why would they be adding days when we're when we're subtracting days? And the Gemara finally answered, No, we're talking about when the base of Mikdash was Mekuyim. This whole Misa. About the stopping, about creating a yumtif when they stopped writing Hashem's name was during the times of the Beis HaMikdash, the Gulas Tainis was still around, Meiradik, you know, whenever there's a, a need and a reason to make a simcha, we would do so. All right, that's what we're up to. And we pick up on the top word of Yudtes Amirallah. Why don't we say that the third day of Tishrei, which they said as the day, they said it as the day, this is the day we're going to celebrate that they stopped writing Hashem's name, says the Gemara. it was already a Yom Tif. Why? Because the story of G'dali ben Achikam, like Reb mentioned uh, mentioned yesterday evening, was when? It was earlier. It was earlier on. And we learned that during the times of the Beis HaMikdash, all the fast days were turned into Yom Emtayvim, so we already had it at the third day of Tishrei, it was already a Yom tif. So you already had a Yom on the third day of Tishrei, and it has nothing to do with the Chachamim establishing it. And, and for the Gemara, Amarav, Rab says, like lesser If you hear what they did, granted it was already a Yom tif. But when the Chachamim established it as a Yom because of Hashem's name not being used on legal documents, there was an additional Simcha, which prohibited not only fasting on the third day of Tishrei, But even on the day two and day four, right? Now, remember, we know when you have a holy day, you have a holy day. An NCS wire who was here for a Shabbaton, he told me, Rabbi, you know why we wear big day Shabbos? I said, why? He said, because Shabbos is a big day, right? When you have a big day, yeah, you have a eh, good Yeah, good for him. It's an eighth grade boy, good chav. So when, when you have a big day, you're not allowed to fast on Friday. Yeah, we know that some days of holiness you're not supposed to fast the day before and we know even after a holiday there are some, you're not supposed to fast like an Isruchag for example right? If, somebody, if something's established as a holy day you're not supposed to fast the day before and the day after so that's what, that's what Rav is answering granted the third day of Tishrei already had a day of Simcha but the only Simcha was that you don't fast and now it's a happier time but Tammam Hashemikah they're not allowed to fast even on the second day of Tishrei the fourth day of Tishrei that's what was gained by this new enactment Says the Gemara. One second, the second day of Tishrei is when, right after Rosh Hashanah, so it's isru of Rosh Hashanah. So you're not fasting anyway. The Gemara says, the No, that you're actually allowed to fast after a Rosh Hashanah, or a, over here we're calling it a Rosh Hashanah. because Rosh Hashanah is the Ereisa. and it's automatically it's established biblically. And there, you don't need to strengthen it. And therefore, you would be allowed to fast the day after. How do we know this? The Tanya. Because we learned in Ebrisa. <laughs> All these days that are written about that you're not allowed to fast, which are taught to us in Megillah's Tanya. We're not allowed to fast the day before and the day after. You, not, notice, not only can you, are you not allowed to fast on that day, even before and after. When it comes to Shabbos and Yom Tov, Heim only that day is to um, the day before, the day after, is, is mutur. Between the happy days of Megillah's tainus and a regular Shabbos and Yom, people take biblical things seriously. And therefore, they're going to take the holiness and the simcha of that day seriously. We don't need to enact the, that it's forbidden to fast the day before, the day after. However, the the what we'll call the mini-holidays of of, of uh, Megillah's kindness, need strengthening. And therefore, we say, not only don't you fast on that day, you also don't fast the day before and the day after. Okay? So basically, what did we come out? The, what we're coming out with is that, granted, the third day of Tishrei was already a yomtiv. However, once they stopped writing Hashem's name on the documents... We added to that simcha, and now people aren't going to fast the day before or the day after. I have a ben Why do we completely forget about the fact that Tsun Gedalia, right, that uh, Gedalia was murdered? So i Avashi, Ravashi. explains what we said Gedalia ben achikam, tira Yeah, even for later generations. So Gedalia ben achikam is actually from the Nevi'im. And people take it seriously, okay? So, even though Tzim Gedalia um, was turned into a fast, I'm sorry, even though Tzim Gedalia, which was originally a fast, was turned into a day of Simcha, since it came about through a prophet, through a prophecy enactment, a prophet enactment, it would have been permitted to fast the day before and the day after, and the Chacham are coming along and establishing that one should not do that. Period. End of that back and forth. End of that conversation concerning the Galas times. Okay? Period. Let's take a deep breath. And keep going. All right. Cover ground before the ground covers us. Let's go. Masiv Rev. Barmasna. Rev. Bar Barmasna asked a challenging question. Listen closely. Are we familiar with the Jewish leap year? Yeah. What's a what's a uh, Gregorian calendar leap year? It's an extra day in February. Okay. What do we have for a Jewish leap year? Two others. Right? We have an extra other. This year that we're in is a leap year. There's two others this year. other Aleph and other Be. Let me ask you a question. That might to come That's right. That's right. The Hanukkah is so early in the season... We make a leap year, the, we, we do this seven times every 19 years to keep Pesach <laughs> and Sukkot in the right seasons. Okay? Now, we're going to get into calendar here. Let me ask you a question, though. When we make a Jewish leap year, the, there's two, there's other Aleph, other one, and other two. Okay? Let me ask you a question. Which one's the extra one? Uh, or Who says? You say. Okay. Very nice. Maybe not. Maybe we'll say that the main Adar is the one right before Nisan. And we're adding thirty day, we're adding the twenty nine to thirty days immediately prior to that. So what's the main one? And I'll and I'll right? and uh, I'll what do you say? Which is the main one? The first no, one? It is, it is Well let me ask you a question. One's Purim? One's Purim? And the first Adar or the second Adar? Second. Yeah, we celebrate Purim in the second Adar. So is that the, is that the extra month or is that the main month? Right. How do we view this, all right? This is very, very interesting. Listen to this. With that little uh, statement of confusion and making our brains uh, wipe a little bit. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. to That's a challenging question. Listen to this. It is now the 28th day of Adar, okay? In the Jewish months, we know every month is either 29 or 30 days. In the Gregorian calendar months, it's always going to be 30 or 31, okay? It's the 20th day of Adar. Asas bishorta tabsa liuhudai. And there was besurus titus. Yeah? What's besurus titus? Good news. Good news for the Jews. Delaya idan me'ai Because it was told to them. That at this point they would be allowed to learn Torah. This is talking about when we were under the Roman government. The Roman government had <coughs> forbade Torah learning. Chavra, chavra, we're sitting here. We're more than a minion, I Nahar. Yeah, we got a whole, we got, we got a whole chavra here. There was no daf You understand? It was you were not allowed to have the oxygen of a Jew. There was no Torah learning. Just picture that. Garnished. Okay? It was finally told to Kal Yisrael that the government removed the decree. Imagine, people are going Meshuggah with masks and vaccines and the government mandate. Imagine if our beloved president would come out with a mandate, no Torah learning. Tonight. Tonight. Yeah? Dafyami is connecting too many people, it's going to spread germs. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Come up with an idea. You know what I mean? Imagine. What do you do? You start, you're laughing. Right? But what would they do? You'd be like, hello, like, who are you? Meshugan. Meshugan yeah? But this is what's going on in Klauson. Right? They did that. Making a call, but no minions. No Okay. Right? Okay, but we still had Zoom. No tired learning. That's it. You're done. 28th of about dark kaiser was not allowed to learn Torah. we got good news for the jews we're allowed to learn Torah. listen to this the roman government made a decree and you are not allowed to keep shabbos okay now but they would go around and, and do whatever they could to make yid and be bichal shabbos <speaking in Hebrew> what do you do what do you do ben and his friends do <speaking in Hebrew> They went to get advice from a Roman, um, a Roman princess, aristocrat. She was the one that all of the big uh, politicians of Rome would go to her. Yeah, don't ask, don't ask why, okay? But she, uh, she basically was the center of the hack. All right, Amr Lahem. And they said, "Listen, you know all these politicians very, 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 very well. What, what are we supposed to do?" This is what she says. she said to them, "Let me tell you, go make a hafkana, yeah. go protest, picket, yeah, go picket at night. They went and they picketed at night, Amru. And you know what they picketed? They chanted. They took out their megaphones and they said, "Isha mayim Yeah, you Romans. What's wrong with you? Aren't we your brothers? Remember, who was Rome? Which Gullus was Rome? Edom. Edom is this, the red. Who's red? Yeah, who's red? Esau, right? Give me some of that red stuff. Right? So the Romans are descendants of Esau. So what did we say? We went out to the street. We said, hey, Romans. We're first cousins. Right? We're from Yankiv. You're from Esau. Of Ghanah don't we share the same forefather of Levre Emanach? Don't we share the same matriarch? and Why are you treating us any differently? Everybody else, you let them keep their religion, let them do what they want. Yeah, you allow, the, uh, you allow all the uh, wine stores to stay open, but you shut down our shuls. Ubitlum. Uh, we're also. Uh, What's it called? Uh, wh- wh- who's allowed to stay open? Essential. We're also essential, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and therefore, the 28th day of Adar became a Yomtif. Okay, that's the story behind the 20th day of Adar. Now, listen closely. You're nullifying previous happy days, but you're adding a new happy day. This is after the Vesemikdash is destroyed. And they're making a holiday, but one second. Didn't we stop with the holidays? If Megillah's Tainus was nullified once the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, how can you say they're now adding a like the twentieth day of Adar? Once, even though the Beis Hamikdash is near? if you removed what we had, how can you add to what wasn't? That's the Gemara's challenge. If you're going to answer me, that this story happened when the Beis Hamikdash was still around. And therefore, they were allowed to add a happy a, a day. If you know history, says the Gemara, it's not possible because Yehuda ben Shemua was a student of Rebeir, and Rebeir is the, one of the well-known students of Rabbi Akiva. Rebeir Basser Hachiave Tanya, We learned it in our bride. So a shenikvu, a golden vessel that cracked. The hit of You plug it up with metal. Roshim Gamiel says Yehuda ben Shemua metami mishem Rebeir. Yud Ben says it's tameh because of Rebbeir, meaning we consider it a metal vessel and it's biblically tameh. But the say it is tar Be it as it may, I mean, just not be it as it may. Let's just explain this a little bit for a moment. Something such as glass can only be makabel tuma, can only accept tuma, if it's a vessel. Once it cracks, it's no longer a kli and it's Tahar. It is purified. Okay. There's a bachlaikis here. What happens if I pick, if I uh, if I fix it up with metal, now what status does it have? Is it now, since the metal's keeping it together, is it now capable of becoming a biblical Tumah? Or do we still consider it a glass thing, which can only become rabbinic Tumah, but there's metal holding it together? How do you view it? Okay, and it's a very dish, uh, it's a very de shaila because granted, there's only metal on a little bit, but it's, it's completely dependent on the metal. Since it's completely dependent, if not for the metal, it would be totally fall apart. Right, so if not, so so do I view it as metal now and it's biblical tumah, or do I view it as glass and it is rabbinical tumah. But be it as it may, what going back to our point, Rabbi Yehuda ben Shammai came after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, and since it's after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, why are they establishing a new holiday if it's true that all the previous holidays are nullified once the Beis Hamikdash is gone? If the if if you can't make new holidays if you can't have previous holidays, who are we to make new holidays? Answers the Gemara. You're right. Tanoihi. It's actually a machloekas tanoiim about what happened with Megillahs the tanya because we learned in the brisah uh, Megillahs Tynes. These days of joy that are written about in Megillahs Tynes. Bemizmashim whether the base mikdash was around or not, asurim, you are not allowed to fast on any of these days, even when the base mikdash is destroyed. Dvei Rebbe this is the opinion of Reb Meir. Okay, so according to Reb the Megillah's tiniest days remained intact, in right? They remained in force even when the base mikdash was destroyed. You're only not allowed to fast when the base mikdash was around. The simcha because during the base mikdash. Then you could be misameach over these things. But once there's no misamikdash, you're allowed to fast on these previously happy days. Because there is this constant mourning over them. Now keep in mind, this is such a powerful thing for us to think about right here, right now. Unfortunately, we're in Gullah as of this moment hopefully it's going to end shortly but we're in Gullus as of this moment and that is when you have a Beis HaMikdash you have an awareness of the Rabbi okay when you don't have a Beis HaMikdash every we, we have to constantly look for the Rabbi we have to be looking for him okay meaning it's very, when there's a Beis HaMikdash around so the, the, the revival was there and people had the call it the time, the wherewithal the ability to be like oh there's a good thing happening that's like more than that but nowadays when everything that we have is, is has the covering of ghosts has covering of destruction which is why at a wedding we crack the glass Underneath the chuppah right? To remember the destruction Of a happy moment But there's always this This overlay Of the Beis HaMikdash Being destroyed Says Rabbi Yaisi th- There's no more Days That are just strictly happy You're always going to have This reality As Whenever we don't have The Beis HaMikdash The hukhasa Batlu And the Halacha is um, That Megillah's Tynus Was Batlu The Hilchisa And the Halacha is um, Lai Batlu It wasn't Batlu now, Baruch Hashem Harrison quit for standing, because otherwise you would have jumped out of your chairs, right? What did the just say? The halacha is that there's no longer a Megillah's times. The halacha is there is a Megillah's times. Oh, murder, beautiful. Yeah. What? Says the Gemara, what? Kasha, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. Same as you, you know what I mean? Like, what are you saying over here? Right? Says the Gemara, like, Kasha, kan, hid, es, Chanukah and Purim, which are rabbinic happy days. Those are never, those don't leave. Those don't leave. never and Purim never leave. The other smaller yom rabbinic holidays that were written about in in those were gotten rid of, period, end of the Gemara. Beautiful. All right, back to our Mishnah. In the month of El, they went out because of Raj Hashanah right Now we established that every El was 29 days. Mm-hmm. So once we knew when Rosh Chedish El was, they knew when to celebrate Rosh Hashanah. Then they went again on Tishrei because the Yom Taim. Now, once they went out El and he you knows 29 days, Tishrei. are you going out for Tishrei? You know exactly when Tishrei is going to be. And they're going to say maybe El became a 30 day month. Not possible. You never had a. Full, ober literally means pregnant, right? But a full month. That's how the that's how the calendar was established. us. El Rashi explains El always had, um, twenty nine days. Okay. That means that means Adar one in Adar you have the same number of days. No, here's El. Here's El. We're dealing with yeah, the month of El and a, Tisha. Adar, but Adar one in Adar have the same number of days. In Wait. Okay. Wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Good. You jump in the gun. Um, So says the Gemara If you know how long Elul is going to be Why do you got to send out for Tishrei You know exactly when the next month is going to start says Gemara We didn't say that Elul Never was 30 days It usually was 29 days Ha If necessary Yeah, Whenever it was necessary We talk a would turn Elul into a 30 day month And therefore it was important to send out again For Tishrei for the just in case scenario Says the Gemara, one second. One second. If you're going to make a 30-day owl, even though it was unusual, that makes Rosh Hashanah a day later. And people are going to keep Rosh Hashanah too early and they're going to completely mess up. They're, right? they're going to blow Shoei for a day too early. Right? Says the Gemara, that's okay. Okay. tekalkel Rosh Hashanah kulo Okay. That's okay. It's worthwhile to make Elul, 30 days, to not mess up the other Yamamtaivim of Tishrei. Now, what the Gemara is explaining, what, what, what the Gemara is saying, Rashi explains, is that they would make Elul 30 days only when it was necessary to help the Yamamtaivim of Tishrei, like Sukkot, right, the yom of Tishrei, if, 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 or Yom Kippur. They, we, we never want Yom Kippur to fall out on a Friday or a Sunday, Okay. If it would turn out that Elul, due to Elul, Yom Kippur would fall on a Friday or Sunday, they would just make a third of Yom. And they would make Yom Kippur fall out on Shabbos mm-hmm. now, do or Monday. Now? Huh? Do do so now, now we have a set calendar. Now we have a set calendar. Yeah. Um, the reason for that was, is actually on behalf, of this fascinating how, how uh, Chazal work. We never want a corpse to halakhically have to wait that long to be buried. Okay, well you're not allowed to. Uh, you're not allowed to involve yourself in Yom Kippur and Shabbos. So if that's say, Kippur would be on Friday, and somebody would pass away Thursday night, you're gonna have to go a full forty-eight hours. Wrong to us. There were many. There were a few different reasons that Rashi over here explains, without getting too into detail, why they would want to um, make make uh, 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 the Yamim Taimin manipulate when they would fall out, which gives such a power to kol. you understand? You understand, something? So many biblical mitzvahs, Hashem says completely dependent on when we decide where it's is. Matzah! Yom Kippur! Sitting in a sukkah! We'd be like, oh, what do you mean? It's a set day. God said. No, God said, it's sukkahs when the Jewish people say it's sukkahs. And if the Jew, that's it. And if the Bezdin says that El's going to be 30 days, fine. God says, you run the world. That's okay. I gave my world to you. That's a, God, it's for your use. There's certain parameters to use it with him. But Klaus, you I'll leave it up to you. No problem. They And we can infer similarly. The Tony, Al made the We said why'd they go out of Kish? We don't mention Rashana, we say because of the Umtaibim Shramina. You see from here that the Chamim are concerned about the days when Yamtiv falls out. Beautiful. Okay. We sent out messengers to let people know when Rashkhadesh Kislev was because of Hanukkah. The Al Adar Mishum Purim. And an Adar because of Purim. He says, the Gemara, let's get into what Cliff started talking about before. And that is, the Mishnah does not say they go out on Adar Shem. It says, we send out messengers, Kislev and Adar. What if it's a leap year? It doesn't say that you're going to send out messengers in a second Adar, which is when we celebrate Purim. Well, if we're not going to send out messengers, listen to this. Mas like a Rebbe, our Mishnah is not like Rebbe. The time we learned the advice of Rebbe. If um, a year was extended, it was turned into a leap year, al they would go out in the second month to let people know exactly when Purim was. Rebbe of the opinion that there was a seventh time we sent out messengers, and that would be Adrashemi. Now, says the Gemara, let's get into this Lema Let's say that the Machlekes between Rebbe, who says we do send out messengers in the second month, and our Mishnah, which says you, which seems to imply you do not, they're arguing for the following reason. Demar Savar, kol mitzvah sanayagas pesheni, any mitzvah that you do in the second month of Adar, Nayhagas parishan, you should do in the first month as well, okay? And therefore, listen to this, according to Artana, all the mitzvahs of Purim you're supposed to do already in Adarishan. You're supposed to do it in the first month of Adar. Umar says, Rabbi holds cold mitzvahs like a Absolutely not. If you have a leap here, like the one we're in right now, you only do the mitzvahs of Purim in the second month. Maybe that's the machloikas, and therefore the question is whether it's necessary to send out again once people already fulfilled their mitzvah." Says light. That's not why our Tana and Rebbe argue about the messengers. Has nothing to do with that. Rather, listen to this: the kuliyava. Everybody agrees the mitzvah is the that are done in the second month of Adar. Ain't no Yagesh Are not done in the first. I have a And here in our Mishnah. the Ibor Ka They're arguing about the actual extension of the year. The leap year itself. Listen to this. What do you mean they're arguing about the leap year? The time of Yagesh Bishnah. Ibor Yeah. How many days... Is in the added month, Shleishim Yon. the Tanakhama says it's a thirty day, thirty day month. Shimon Gamliel says Chaydesh. He says it's a month. Now, are you confused? That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah, you should be confused, right? Because Chaydesh could be any month, right? We don't know exactly how long. We'll explain in a moment. But what Gemara wants to say is that. If you already know how long the Adar is, there's no need to send out messengers to tell me when the next month starts. I know the first Adar is going to be Shlashim Yan. And if I already know how many days it is, well, save, uh, save some gasoline. You know what I mean? You don't, to, you don't need to make the trip, right? Says the Gemara, one second. Maishnah the Yadi. What is it about the 30 days that we say, oh, if you know it's 30-day months so the Yadi. Everybody knows when, when uh, the next month is, chaydesh na What did Rabbi Yaisi, was it, or no, what did Rabbi Shem mean when he said chaydesh? Yeah, what does that, what does he mean to imply by that? So, Amar Papa, manda Amar chaydesh, ratza chaydesh, ratza shleishim. Listen to this. He says, what he means by chaydesh is, is that Bezdan has a choice. You're not stuck in the 30-day month. The first opinion was, it's always a 30-day month. The one who says chaydesh says, listen, it's a regular month like any other month, and if Bezen says it's twenty-nine days, it's 20 days. If Ben says thirty days, it's thirty days. And therefore, it's important to send out messengers because we need to inform people when, um, uh, when to keep the mitzvahs of Purim. Beautiful. Hey, Rabbi Shuvalevi, Shuvalevi testified in the name of the holy city—not really the city, the kahill, the congregation of Yerushalayim. Al <speaking> shnei <in Hebrew> adarim. When you have two Adars, okay, we sanctify them on the 30th day of the month. Okay, an Iber is an extension of something. So in a Jewish month, which day is called the extended day of the month? The 30th, right? Because that's the one that is not always there. Okay, so Rabbi Shua ben Levi is saying that the 30th day of of, of Chaydesh Adar is going to be the Rish Chaydesh of the second Adar. Okay? so it's just like a two-day Rish Chaydesh. the Chaserim Avdinon, the Layim Lay Avdinon, do you mean to say that, uh, no, not do you mean to say, memra? this is telling us the Chaserim Avdinon, that if the 30th day is Rish Chaydesh of the next day, that means that the, that means that the Adar was only 29 days. And the 30th day is now day one, the church of the next month. Lafuki mid ravnachem barchista, because Hayyid, Revsimay, Mishum, Chagai Zechariah, Malachi, Revsimay, gave testimony in the name of Chagai, Zechariah, Malachi, Al Shnei Adarim. Whenever you have two Adarths, Shem Ratsu, La Saisim, Shneiim, Malayim, Isim, if Bezdem wants to make them both 30-day months, they could pull that off. Shneim, Chaserim, Isim, they want to make them both 29-day months, they could pull that off too, meaning there's no set rule how long each month needs to be. Echon Malib, Echon, Chaser, Isim. And this is Taka, what they did in Bavel. This is what they did out in Amru, And they said in the name of Rabbeinu that you're always, if you have two others, you could count on one being a 30-day month, a Malay, and one being a 29-day month, until, unless, meaning unless, somebody comes to you and lets you know, that Taka, then the month, was a 30-day month. You're allowed to assume it's like, if the first month was 29, you can assume the next one was 30. If the first one was 30, you assume the next one was 29, unless your, mom is told, uh, unless your mom is told otherwise. Period. End of that Gemara. Okay. Now, the Gemara is going to get into how this translates into Nisan, because we, we explained how an how a extended month, a leap year month of Adar, could sometimes be 29, sometimes 30 days. And now the question is if, um, how this impacts the next month of Nisan. So let's just, let's just uh, it's a short uh, Gemara over here. We'll, we'll take us to the bottom of the DAF. It says the Gemara of the Marukva, they sent to Marukva, Adar asomachli Nisan Ilam khasir. An Adar that's next to Nisan, meaning sometimes it's a second Adar and sometimes it's a regular standard Adar. Anytime you have an Adar right next to Nisan, it's always going to be a 29 day month. Okay? Always 29 days. So, in a, this year, according to this statement, the second Adar, automatic 29 days. Last year, where there was one Adar, that Adar, automatic 29 days. Any month that comes right into Nisan will be a 29 day month. Must Ramak, I'm not going to ask a challenging question. The witnesses who come testify when they're allowed to be Mechal Shabbos for two months. Al Nisan, Ba Al Tishrei you let us know when Rosh Chedash Nisan was. Why is that so important? Because we have to get the news out about Pesach. But one second, one second, one second, one second. If we don't know the previous month, how long it is, we could tell them, go travel, go do, go go. make sure the Besden, the Sanhedrin knows uh, how long Adar was. But one second. If I always know that the last month before Nissan is 29 days, will you tell me to be Machal Shabbos? I know exactly when Rosh Chodesh is going to be. Am I Machal They're not being helpful at all. They're not being helpful at all, right? Yeah, you see it. No, I already know what's happening. Mishum says Gemara, Still, still, there's no question. You know why? Because even though. We know how long the day is. The Torah still says, that's How that's is Resh established? That's Through testimony. And therefore, whether, it th- th- doesn't matter if I know how long a, day, a-, a month is going to be. Beautiful. There's our mitzvah to be Mekadish to Chaydash with Adas. And therefore, we tell them, even be Mechal Shabbos, to help us establish that month. We're up to Ekad Amri. We're going continue, to we'll continue tomorrow discussing Resh Chaydash Nisan. And we'll hold it here for this evening at Guten, Arab Shabbos, Khevr.